we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 I'm DJ Envy. And I go by the name of Charlamagne the God with the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. And currently we are on vacation. Man, totally disconnected. Yes. We're not even really here. You think you're listening to us, but we're not. Well, we are not. We're here in spirit. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, it's okay because we're giving you some of the best of this week. The best donkeys, the best interviews, you guys, which is the best callers, and some of the best moments the Breakfast Club has had in the last couple of months. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and have fun. Keep it locked. Red is going to be running the boards. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Ray, Ray, Ray. Yo, Charlamagne. Envy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now here and tell you what it is. We live? Hello, who's this? Yo, hey, it's DJ from Cleveland. DJ from Cleveland, what up? Get it off your chest. What up, DJ? What up, man? Hey, what up, what up? Charlamagne, first thing first, Charlamagne, man. Get me throughout the day, man. I'm telling you, got the energy. Keep it up, bro. Love, King. Appreciate that. 
No doubt. Hey, Envy, man, you used to be my boy, man. I still got love for you, but I don't like the way you did Donnell Rawlins, man, when he was on the show and made that man put the money up talking about spell that word, spell that word. Why you do my man like that, man? Yeah, no, for people that don't know, I, I bet Donnell Rollins, I think $100 that he couldn't uh, pronounce a word right or something like that, or couldn't spell a word, and he couldn't. Uh, me and Donnell go way back. We started morning radio with each other a long time ago with Miss Jones, and we used to have those type of games. But Donnell's the homie. I'm tired of you giving things context, and oh. you don't even know how to use the word context. But <laughs> Shut you, up. But you want to clown Donnell. He's always taking fight. words out of character. That's exactly. my thing. Yeah. <laughs> it happens sometimes. I got into a fight with context, and I lost. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Hey, what's going on? What's going on, man? It's me, Sonny, man. Nice to meet you guys. What's going on? Morning. Get it off your chest. All right, listen, man. You're not going to play my boy Daniel Jones like that. I just want to break down the contracts so that way you get a better understanding. Well, before we do, I just want to say Daniel Jones (laughs) did have a better season. His rating was higher than Dak Prescott's. Uh, man, stop lying. Why I'm looking at it right now. No, Richard, listen, yards, listen, listen. He had 3,200 yards. Dak no. had 28 yards. Dak had 15 interceptions. Daniel Jones only had five. Yes, he had a better season. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Check the stats. I just looked it no, up. No, he didn't. Charlemagne, 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 Charlemagne. Yes. You tell me. Listen, Charlemagne. Can you tell me? Can you tell me what what uh, wide receiver was Daniel Jones throwing to? Just name one. Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> Odell Beckham don't pay for the Giants. <laughs> okay, Mike. Back to my point. This man, and I call him a brother because he got legs of fire. You see what I'm saying? This this brother was able to make it to the playoffs without any no-name wide receivers. In fact, their number one wide receiver was picked up in the middle of the season. You act like Dak had a plethora of wide receivers to throw to. Like, CeeDee Lamb is cool. He's really good, right? Inconsistent sometimes, right? but really good. But other than that, who do we got? Right. That's not the point. Uh, uh, Dak Prescott has an entire. Have you seen Dak Prescott's offensive line? Daniel Jones still uh, has offensive line was hurt. Offensive line was hurt a lot this year. Girls, girls, girls! Football season's coming back in a couple of months, so we'll 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 uh, rehash this conversation in a couple of months. Hello, who's this? It's Jay. Jay, what up? Get it off your chest, man. I just want to get off my chest. Why am I up at three o'clock in the morning working? While my boss out sipping latte, talking about you protecting the world. What are you really doing is going out camping, filling potatoes, and saying slingshots. I don't know why he's not here. I don't know what you just said, King. Me neither. Why are you trying to tell the boss where he got to be? Nah, man, because I'm out here at 3 o'clock in the morning, but he ain't here. Well, he's the boss. What time What time you got to check in? Does he even come? Who, me? The boss. Him. All right. Yeah, he got to be here with us, too, your team. No, that's not really how it go when you're a boss. That's very true. You kind of hire people to do the job. You delegate, you know? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I just <laughs> want to get off my chest. But I said that love for him, though. You know who he is. Yep, he know who you are, too. Yep. Yep. You'll, be, you'll be deactivated today, sir. <laughs> yep. It's a wrap for you, sir. <laughs> You're going to get Uber. No, man, much love. Much love, man. Love y'all guys, man. He's King. Love you, too. Great. And I also want the record to show. That Daniel Jones has a career record of 21, 31, and 1. We're not talking That's about not career. a person you give $40 million a oh, year I, to. I agree. I think they gave 21, 31, and 1. But it's not a career. This We're talking last season. I don't care. That's white privilege. 21, 31, and 1, and you get $40 million a year? But then Saquon Barkley gets franchised? Saquon Barkley definitely should have got a huge contract. I agree with Stop, you. Stop, but let me stay out of Giants business because I'm a cowboy and I don't care about no damn Giants. Yes, you do. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Break it up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Ray B from Soup City. Ray, what's up? Campbell, Ohio. All right, get it off your chest, Ray. Man, I tell you, these women right now, they different. What happened? Man, the thing about it is that no matter how much love you try to show to these women, they always want to try to find that one negative to try to bring you back down. Like what, your little people? But put it like this. I'm a married man right now. Right now? But I'm quick right now. You saying that like it's only going to last for a little bit. <laughs> 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 Hold on now. What the? Nah, it's going to last. It's going to last because I'm a man of my word. Okay. But the thing but the thing about it is that, man, like I said, I'm the type of person that I love my wife, but she, I've seen that she always looked up to her dad. So I know how to cook. I know how to do all that stuff. I try to cater for my wife. That's nice. But the thing about it is that I took the kickback because I was like, okay, baby, you over there, you working hard. You've been at this job for a long time at this time. And I was a cook. I could I could do all that stuff. So I made sure that I took the woman job. Not, not that I couldn't get no job and keep a job. Because I, 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 I can. I, I hate when guys say cooking is a woman's job as if that's just not a basic necessity to, to survive. If you lived by yourself, you would be cooking and washing your own clothes. I think all men can cook. I think that when they get married, they act like they can't cook. Yes. Because I swear my husband know how to cook. He just won't. But how about this one? Hmm? How about this one? Y'all ain't never had my soul plate. My chicken greens pasta. What are you talking about this but what, but what's she mad about? <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying she doesn't appreciate? So you cook and you don't pay bills? Is that what you're saying? She I, mad? I, no, I do with everything. So what she ain't appreciating? What she ain't appreciating is all the extras that I try to do for her. Like what? I come home, I clean, I make sure she don't got to do anything. What she Anything, she don't got to she should be happy. Don't I, don't, I don't see the problem. He ain't, he leaving some yeah. crucial information yeah, out. He ain't telling us something. something. You gotta you gotta put it all out there. We can't help you this morning, bro. Yeah, it's too much. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Like this, put it like this. Oh, then man. I was a heavy drinker, but what my wife said to understand is that I was only leaving like that because I hate coming home having to argue over nothing. Okay, you got deeper problems in your relationship. You need to figure out, bro. Yeah, you need you, to go, y'all you, need to go see a therapist. Yeah, if you stayed bro. out drunk and because you don't want to go home, that's a that's a problem. You need to, yeah, like no. you said, you need to go see a therapist. There, you need to figure out what's the thing about it now is that I don't drink no more. I stopped drinking. I ain't drinking four months. So you I had to stop. She, the doctor said hold it was on. he hold was, was cashing me out. Charlamagne's gonna guide you in a place that somebody can help you and talk to you. Okay, hold on. Okay, all right. You got somebody for him? Uh, I mean, I'm sure we can find some type of counseling. Yeah, he need a counselor help. That counselor? Yeah. Counselor help. Couple's counselor. Better. Hello, who's this? Yo. Yo. This is DJ Hitler. What's up, man? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. You ain't changed your name yet, bro? No, you said, I'm glad I know who I am. Uh, how can you forget crazy. a name like uh, DJ Hitler? No, Hit List. No, it's not Hitler. Oh, so Hit List. I don't know why I am. say. Oh, yeah, never mind. No, I am. Yeah, you're right. I didn't know you. All right, get it off your chest, bro. Whatever, man. <laughs> hey, look. People got to realize social media is a fake world. You got to be yourself. Get off of social media for like a week. You'll know who you are. I agree. All right. That is so true. All right, let's have a good one. Where you from? Detroit, East Side. Oh, okay. What up, though? All right, brother. Have a good what one. Up, yes, sir. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. 
It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! (laughs) And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Power 105.1 It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest host, Portia Williams, joining us. Yep, yep. And the question is, 800-585-1051, has anybody ever said anything that hurt you so bad? And this conversation comes from Marlon Wayans calling Charlemagne a bruised eggplant. It wasn't a bruised eggplant. <laughs> it, it was, if you if you see Marlon Wayans' special, uh, God Loves Me, on HBO Max, you know, he said this. I look over and who is it? Chris Rock. 
And this was Chris Rock before the money Chris Rock. Like, he looked up. <laughs> he had a jerry curl, but didn't have enough money for all the grease. So it was like dry jerry curl, but he had a shag, so the grease would drip onto his shoulders. And he was like three different color black. I don't know what this... <laughs> and it wasn't an even black. It was different. It was iridescent. It looked like eggplant, black, you know, dull black. He looked like Charlemagne the God three years ago. And that brought me back to a time me and Marlon had a Twitter beef back in 2009. And at the time, I had just gotten fired from radio for the fourth time. Mm -hmm. I'm back living home, at home with my mom. I'm like 31, 32 years old. Mm -hmm. I think my daughter was one or two. My now wife is back living at home with her mom. And me and Marlon got into it over Twitter because I said Marlon Wayans wasn't funny on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And so that turned into just us going back and forth on each other. And he did say, he did call me a bruised egg plant. Okay, ha ha, that's funny. Right. But the next tweet was, you peaked at life. Ooh. <laughs> that hurt. Now that ended your soul. That hurt. Oh, sent me to heaven. That was it. Sent me to Twitter heaven. Jesus. I was gone. Because you got to think, I'm, I'm at home living with my mom Defeated. collecting unemployment checks yeah. fired for the fourth time. Looking so you like, really like, did I peak at life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking like a bruised egg plant. Yes. Is this it? He took you six feet under. But I'm going to tell you what I did with that. Motivation. Right. I refuse to peak at life. <laughs> I refuse to peak at life. Okay? So, you know, yeah, that was motivation. Now, what about you? Anybody say anything that hurt your heart or you're feeling so bad? Oh, my God. I mean, come on. You're talking to an ex-housewife. What Dang. you think? Yeah, but what what you was think? it? Because it seems like you just be brushing it off. Okay, there was one thing that, that has rang in my head. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it didn't only ring in my head. It's because my sister would say it. Mm -hmm. Okay. She would say it. So, we were, uh, we were at a reunion. And I had a long time beef with Kenya. Mm -hmm. And it was this one reunion that we were going back and forth. And I can't say, I'll say eggplant. I'll say penis. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she said, you don't know what you're saying unless you have an eggplant in your mouth. Whoa. And it was just, it was, it was like a mic drop moment. And it was such a mic drop moment that even Andy didn't say nothing. Nobody said it. It was like a pause. And I, I, it, it, I was discombobulated. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn. So, can you talk with a bee in your mouth? I thought, yeah. I'm Excuse me, I'm a married woman. Hold on. I'm just saying, I like things to make sense. That, that, that's not even a gift that makes but sense. But that's the though. thing, it didn't even have to make sense. It was how she, del it was how she delivered that. Okay. It was how okay. she delivered it. And my sister, I'll be saying something. Like, even now, I'll be saying, she'll be like, girl, shut up. You don't know what you're saying unless you got it. And I'm like, stop saying Damn, that. Damn, your sister said that to you when she mad at you? Because she know she knows she knows it hurts you. That's yes. Why. Yeah. And it was one more read that she said to me, and um, I was late to come to something we were doing. It was two reads, mm -hmm. and she said to me, she Kenya said, she said, um, she said it don't take that long. She said, what she say? She was like looking like that. It don't take that long to get ready. Something no, she man. Said, come yes, on, stop, stop man. Stop. Damn it, man. Who was that, Nene? That was Nene. That, no, that was Kenya still. Kenya? Year after year. Can you imagine somebody laying like classic that. reads on you every year? Kenya got to practice. She got to write those down. Oh, yeah. She's, she she practiced those. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Maybe her glam gave it to her, but she would deliver it, baby. Damn she it, would deliver it. All right, let's go to the phone lines. What about you? Oh, mine is, uh, somebody said I have big feet. Big feet. Yeah, that bothered me, man. All no, through high school. I'm going to need you to go deeper than that. I just said that I can't talk without a no, deal. No, he's a liar. Like, he, I swear. Portia, he's lying. We've been on this yeah, radio 13 years. Yeah, we need years. more than that. We've seen it. We saw when he, when he got mad at Davis and Merrill. And men want to 
be called big feet. Exactly. Yeah, what you talking about? We saw when you got mad at Jesus and Meryl and walked out. Like, like there's a lot of stuff that people have said to you that have hurt your feelings other than that. I'm going to need that, more that was, than that. That was the only thing. I don't believe it. No, no, no. Nah, it's got to be more than that. Who are you trying to call? Watch. Yeah, what the? Watch. Man, what is wrong with you? Let me man? see them feet, though. Let me see. You need to get us. Get us. What are you doing? Give us some character. No, I mean some technicality. I'm gonna see my wife fix up right now. <laughs> what are you doing? Give us some. Give us some one thing that you said to him that hurt his feelings when y'all were in high school. Watch, watch. Let me see Hello. Gia. Hi, Gia. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. This is Charlemagne and Portia and Envy. Envy, don't act, act like Envy not here though. You on the hello, radio? Hello? NB calling you on the radio again. Unprompted. <laughs> but it's, but it's, it's not like last time. All right? <laughs> okay. Now you can come over here and not tell her she laughed. Listen. You're a funny guy. <laughs> what's the one thing you ever said to NB that really hurt his feelings? Oh, yesterday. What was it that I said? No, not yesterday. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yesterday. What up. was you it yesterday? Up. That's Let right. What was it? Let her be honest. <laughs> When we were in high school, no, we were born high school. What no, happened yesterday? Silence. Turn the mic off, Ray. Turn what happened yesterday? Off. Oh gosh, There's so many. What did he say yesterday? Yesterday. What happened yesterday? yesterday. I hurt his feelings. Um. What's the big no, one? No. No. Stop yesterday. this. Yesterday. Alan Robinson. What's the big one? I mean, I mean, you guys know, but I don't, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to take it that deep though. I'm trying to think something lighthearted. Well, what, happened, well, tell me what happened yesterday? No, what happened yesterday, Jim? Because he brought it up. Let's give her some context. Let's give her context. So Charlemagne peaked at life at 30. So that's how deep we are right now. So feel free. We're just talking about the things that somebody said that hurt our feelings. And so he brought much. up what you said yesterday, but no, he won't I tell us what, what he said. I said something that you said that always hurt my feelings. No, you said yesterday. And then we went in the mall at one time and I walked out the mall on you. What did you say? Oh my god. You leading the witness. I told all right, so for context, what happened was we were shopping. We went into the mall at Lynn Haven Mall in Hampton, in um, Virginia Beach, Virginia. And we walked into a footlocker and he wanted the Allen Iverson. And Rashawn has always had a complex about his feet being big. I told and you. I would tell him like, honey, that's a good thing. If a guy has big feet, right. there's a stigma attached to that. Like that's a good thing. But your feet aren't too big for your proportion. You're good. So anyway, he tries on these shoes. And I was like, oh, wow. They make your feet look like little space shuttles. <laughs> because they're silver and red and white. They look like little, little space shuttle feet. <laughs> they so look like space shuttles. Little so space really, shuttles. Don't forget little. Little, little space shuttles. Big. <laughs> little. Big space shuttles. Big space shuttles. <laughs> so he, he, he took off the sneakers. He threw him on the bench and he walked out the footlocker. And I had to follow him throughout that mall, up the escalator, down the escalator. He went out the double doors. I followed him outside. I had to chase him through the parking lot. He went and talked to me because he thought I was trying to tell him that his feet were big. Thank you, baby. Bye, baby. Love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> bro, every, every time I think you can't get more beige, bro. Like you are the stereo, you are a stereotypical light skinned man. Like this is beige rage. This is beige rage. If every time we call my wife on this, if every time we call my wife on this, she think we calling for the same reason we call last time. That ain't funny. I'm not laughing at that. That ain't funny. I'm sorry. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. What's one thing somebody said about you that hurt your feelings? Call us now at the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. 
Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we have our co-host Portia Williams here. We're talking about what's one thing that somebody said to you that really hurt your heart. Now, this conversation comes from uh, Marlon Wayans destroying Charlemagne's life, calling him a bruised uh, eggplant, and that he peaked at life at that, 22. That, that was the part. The bruised eggplant was just a funny joke, but the peaked at life when you had just got fired from, you know, radio for the fourth time, and you living back home with your mom collecting unemployment checks at 31, 32. Woo! Oh boy, that was one, bro. That hurt. Crush. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Red, good morning, Red. Good morning, it's Keisha. I'm sorry, Keisha. What's 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 something somebody said that really hurt your heart? Really hurt my heart. I was called fat, but it's the backstory. I'm in the military. You know, thick women, shapely women in the military. We got body complexes because they always telling us we can't get promoted, we can't do this and that. My neighbor and I got in an argument. And she called me fat, told me I don't look like I'm in the military. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, what? Mama. <laughs> what? You can't laugh like that. You fought her? No, she's my mom's age. If she want to put her hands on me, though, we would have fought. I'm sure you're not fat. How much do you weigh? Uh, it takes two something to do something. Two something? Oh, she in the two. Yeah, but it's how, t- right. how, how tall are you? I'm five six. Thank oh, that's just thick. That's just thick. thick. Thank you, thank you for your yeah, service. Yeah, it's hip to butt. Thank you for your service, man. We, that, we, that's all you got? We appreciate your service. Thank you very much. That's all you got? <laughs> man, stop, man. Why are you, you doing that You're going to end it there? You can't what? ask somebody their stats and then just end it. Yeah, you gotta, thank you for your you service. You got to come back with the compliment. You got to say, yeah, you dick. You know, yeah. I got it. It's a compliment. Thank you for your service. All right. Hello, who's this? <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? Hello? Hello. Good morning, everyone. It's Aziza Khabibi. Morning, hey, Aziza. Hi, Peace. Hi, How are you? Hey. How are you? Hey, girlfriend. Good morning. What's um, the- Go ahead. Okay. So the worst thing that someone has said to me was my mom. When I was about 10 years old, she found out that my father was raping me. And she told me that I stole her husband. Oh. Now, where this was very hurtful. I mean, of course, it's hurtful. but That's an understatement, man. It, it stayed with me during my childhood because I felt like I had no ally. I had no ally in her. My father was molesting me from when I was eight years old. I ended up having four kids for him over the years. So it was very defeated, you know, for her to say that. And he was polygamous. He dealt with other women, but her idea was that because I was a child, she could not compete with me so i stole her husband and our relationship was just very toxic why is your, why my, is your father not in prison or is he, he is in prison in fact okay. charlamagne i i called him before you you know promoted my book which i really appreciate because i spoke about oh you from jersey yeah. oh you from newark yeah, yeah yeah i remember now i'm from i'm from jersey yeah, yeah. um yeah so you know that i have forgiven her but wow. you know to just going forward, even as an advocate for the prevention of child abuse mm-hmm. and through my nonprofit, I come across a lot of moms who still hold guilt for the things that they feel they allowed to happen to their children or not protecting their children. Yeah. So, you know, we, pr- we promote open conversation between parents and children, and we have a day dedicated this month called It's Okay to Tell Day where mm-hmm. we advocate for parents to allow their children to tell them anything without any 
consequences to maintain open conversation. So. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you, mm-hmm. um, and I'm glad that you're using your experiences to help others. Can you tell them the name of the book again, please? It's called Unashamed, A Life Painted. Yeah, and the name so of the charity. For sharing your story, too. The charity website. Thank you. Um, PreciousLittleLadies.org. Thank you so much Thank for checking you. in. Absolutely. Damn, that's when you're yeah, having fun and it makes rough. it turn. I'm telling you, why do y'all yeah, do that, that man? We be in here laughing and joking yeah, and then here y'all go, why no. y'all do that, man? Oh, Four man. kids. I don't want to play Ooh. anymore. That's the breakfast club, though. Yeah, the breakfast know. club is highs, extreme highs, extreme lows. But guess what? Uh, all people have the right to express themselves on this show. That's so right. yeah. salute to that system, man. I won't play no more. What you, where y'all want to go now? No. Now, her book really is um, mm-hmm. interesting. I mean, it's one of those books that mm-hmm. you know you could see being a, a movie or a miniseries mm-hmm. one day because it's you know really like a real life precious situation right you absolutely. know what I mean I don't know if yeah. you, you know, y'all, of course we've yeah, seen precious, precious. Uh-huh. Yeah. but it's the whole thing about not being protected and not being right. heard mm-hmm. that's right like, that's, they, that's the sad part you have to grow up with extreme trust issues mm-hmm. after something like that like oh, when yeah. your own mother doesn't believe you based mm-hmm. off something your father was doing like who do you trust in this world when mm-hmm. that happens wow and that's why a lot of kids don't tell that's right yep. it's the breakfast club good morning the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hosts Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon are declaring war on Hollywood. Each week they take you behind the scenes as they team up with their famous friends for an all-out prank war. The bigger the star, the harder they fall. Catch Celebrity Prank Wars Thursday at 10 on E. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our co-host with us, Miss Portia Williams, and we got some special guests. We, got, we got Tammy yeah. Roman and what's Remy Ma. Yeah. What's good? What's good? What up, Rem? What up, Tammy? What's up? Big Remy, not the little one. That's right. What up, Tammy? <laughs> Hi, Charlemagne. What's happening? Y'all up here promoting movies and stuff? Yes, you know how we do. We got a new one on uh, Lifetime called Girl, Girl in, in the, the Closet, closet mm-hmm. which is coming March 11th at 8 on Lifetime. What's the movie about? So it's uh, based on actual events mm-hmm. of this woman who lost her daughter and put her daughter in the custody of her sister, who is a very abusive and toxic individual who takes people and kidnaps them for their disability Y'all checks and real, social security real, checks. Just, like, what is Listen, <laughs> my kid gets took in by my psycho sister. She's uh-huh. crazy as hell. They picked Tammy to play. She plays the amazing role mm-hmm. of she, the perfect maniac. She's prostituting people. <laughs> she's kidnapping them, stealing checks. Yeah, she's I'm like doing a lot. I'm doing a lot on, on every level. Yes, and I'm like the heartbroken yeah. trying to find my kid. We've never seen Remy like this before because this character is so soft, so nice, and, so sweet, and maternal and loving. Crying. Why are we playing Rim like Rim don't do both? Wow. Rim has shown us both for years. Wow. Listen. Okay. <laughs> what can I say? Rim is a wife, a mother. You know what I mean? And a gangster. I, I, I don't be understanding where does this narrative come from. Been married you 15, don't understand? I don't. I'm at 15 years. I'm about to be married 15 years. Yeah. I have a wonderful children. And Listen, you know, like, I heard Remy on the phone with her daughter last night. <laughs> and the daughter goes, so listen, little girl. Why you hang up on me? And I, the, the, to, the, Remy. to Remy. And I said, I wonder where she got that from. <laughs> Have you made the intentional transition, Rim, like away from music? Like to say, I'm going to go do other things? Um, you still always an album. Not intentional. And it's on. And it's actually the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. So I was like, huh, perfect time to do it. Mm-hmm. But 
I've also incorporated my new acting thing into yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. So you got to see when that happens. But when I started doing a lot of talk shows and hosting stuff like that, oh, wait, that's great. You should do that. And then when I started doing acting, it's like, oh, it's great. But when you talk about it, they're like, no, we just want an album. That's it. Right. Walk around the metal yeah. detectors. Like it's crazy. You have to show them. So that you dis- you disconnect on purpose then? No, it's right. not on purpose. I did like seven, eight features last year. I didn't do any solo projects, but in all of them. My part was the best part. I'm just saying. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> exactly. We talked about that with the two chains and Pat record. Yeah, like, sorry, guys, but you got body. Let me kill you. Yeah. I mean, well, when are we getting your solo album? Because you've been working on it for. Um, You know what I do? A couple years. I do. It's been done. It's, it's so just, what you waiting for? So, what happened was after COVID, I got into, well, during COVID, I got a lot into that we was doing State of the Culture. Mm-hmm. Then I was hosting the Wendy Show, and I just was doing so many other things that mm-hmm. music kind of got pushed to the back. I was mm-hmm. still recording music, mm-hmm. still doing different things. Like, any given time, hitmakers like, yo, what we doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? I work on music, but it's just other things that kind of push it out the way a little bit. <laughs> the same thing with you, Tammy? That's why you disconnected from reality TV, just to show them, like, I want to get into my acting bag. I just didn't want to do reality anymore. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go back to scripted. I felt like I had shown enough of my life in terms of that format. You mm-hmm. know, y'all all in my business. I feel mm-hmm. like I've given it all to you. There's nothing else to say. My kids are grown. And so it's like I wanted to go back to scripted. I wanted mm-hmm. to go back to playing characters and doing the things that I love and doing unscripted in other formats, not right. that ensemble stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, we got caught in the act unfaithful. That's the cheater style show. And I love doing that. And then all my other projects are scripted. Mm-hmm. So in this one, it's based off of a true story. Correct. So when you do a movie and it's based on a true story, you got to stay real close to the authentic story. You can't yeah. be changing up or none of that. Like, how was that for y'all? How did y'all prepare for that? Um, but this is my second. Um, the first movie I ever did mm-hmm. that I actually started was the um, Big 50, the Ronda Hood story mm-hmm. uh, based on a woman out of Detroit. And she was like super gangster. She's mm-hmm. selling drugs. She's a madam. She's yeah. doing all these different things. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because she was actually on set while we were filming. So it was like you don't want to portray them in a way that right. they, that's not unfavor- that's unfavorable to them. Mm-hmm. And I think when... I felt any type of way. I would literally would go to the side like, well, right. It was like, what was it? It was like one scene where they had her talking to her kids, mm-hmm. and just for me be, being around her, I was like, I don't think she would play with these kids like this. Mm-hmm. Like the way that it was written, I was like, mm-hmm. um, if your kids, you told them to go to bed, and they were still sitting there. She was like, what? I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So I talked to the director. He's like, whatever you think, you know, to get more into the character, do that. Mm-hmm. And it was one scene where we was actually she had a scene where um she was leaving her son, she was missing his games, and it was I turned to her and she's like on the side crying, and I was like. I, I did really it. messed it up. Yeah. I thought I messed it up. Uh-huh. She was like, like, because she was crying. Like she's a very strong woman, so crying mm-hmm. it, it didn't look like it looked like she was pissed. I'm like, okay, I messed that up. And she was like, yo, that was like so touching. Mm-hmm. So doing that really helped me with this one, especially considering that the person that I'm playing is such a vulnerable situation, mm-hmm. like where you lost your child. So yeah. you know, you have mm-hmm. to take those things into Sensitive, consideration. Yeah. Plus, I have a kid, so you just. Mm-hmm factor that in like how would you feel if somebody took your kid mm-hmm. yeah. I, I seen a story uh, they were talking about Tammy doesn't eat right <laughs> I eat I, I've been on uh, set with you <laughs> yeah. and I see Tammy eat <laughs> yeah, there's I juices eat. there's food I'm like, I'm like where is it coming from does that ever bother you because people just make up their own stories their own rumors but me being on set I'm like no she eats she eats a lot yeah I eat a lot well the thing is 
I have a condition that's called body dysmorphia, mm-hmm. and I've had it since I was 13 years old. It is a mental disorder based on either trauma or genetics. And what happens with that is the way I look at myself and the way people see me are two different things. Mm-hmm. And I always see myself, unfortunately, as I'm overweight. Mm. There can literally be nothing wrong, but I will find something. something wrong. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, I yeah. can find something. I think this is important. I've never actually heard you even no, say that real. you have yeah. body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that for a lot of young girls out here. How do you deal with hearing yourself being hard on you and hearing the commenters? How do you shut it out or how do you do that? See, here's the thing. When I feel I look good, people will comment and say, you're too skinny. You're too skinny. You look yeah, like a bobblehead. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. She needs to gain some weight. Mm-hmm. All of that, in my mind, is a compliment. Mm. So they're viewing it as, girl, get your life together. I'm seeing bones. And I'm like, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I look Damn. like a crackhead. Thank you. Mm. You know, it's like <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, it's like that. But Experience. I'm a diabetic, too. So, like, all of that comes into play right. for me. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like, leave me alone. Let me deal with my issue and try to... You know, work my way through it to the best of my ability, which every day is a struggle. But we you can't win for lose, though. Yeah, they get beautiful inside and out. Like, you know, you're you a good person, mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't know that because they see the reality. Yeah. But as a person outside of that, you are a beautiful person inside out. Me and my wife love you, and, love you know, you. We, we got a lot of love for you. Yeah. But you can't win for lose, though, because sometimes they say you're too thin, but then they'll be like, oh, Tammy be photoshopping her ass in pictures. Oh, she I'm, got fo- BBL. I'm photoshopped. Yeah. I ain't got no BBL. Okay. But I'm going to say both is what I'm yeah. saying. I'm going to fix my pictures. <laughs> right. Because if you want to see me in the raw, I got a whole page called Bonnet Chronicles for that. You see that Bonnet, you see that no making you get it all how you want to live. But on my page, mm-hmm. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be edited down to the ground. But I do not have a BBL. I did get my ass done. I got some, you know, shots in my ass way back when. And, you know, that's I, I'll tell anybody the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm right. going to fix what I feel I need to fix. Mm-hmm. Because of who I am and what I deal with anyway. Mm-hmm. So if I don't like something, I'm going to fix it. All right, we got more with Tammy Roman and Remy Ma. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Our co-host, Portia Williams, is here with us. And we're kicking it with Tammy Roman and Remy Ma. Charlamagne? Right. Now, it's good to see Remy and Tammy together, especially this grown, evolved version. Because 10 years ago, this would be the tag team champion of the world. What? Oh, we were talking about us. Literally just said us together is it, it, this could be something here because this you know we're like the same person we just handle it differently. Right, nah, right. I don't think that's the truth because Tam- Tammy's triggered too, right? I, you, you see this new Tammy? No, no. So I was on set with we oh, were on set with Unfaithful mm. and uh, it's a cheetah show. I'm on a couple of episodes with yes, Tammy helping her that's out. My partner. Okay. And this one girl says something to Tammy and the whole Tammy changed. <laughs> no, because she said, "Don't make me get mm-hmm. out this chair." So. I said, if you get up out that chair, you're going to get what you want. Mm. Right. I dare you. The host done turned. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh my God, Tim, you know. That <laughs> guy. Man, yeah, please yeah, don't yeah. get out that chair. Yeah, like, sit I, there. I don't think you should do that. Just sit, sit, right, sit when the last time that happened to you, Rem? When the last time somebody talked crazy to you? Yeah. Nobody really talk crazy to me in person. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, I like, I've mm-hmm. changed it, meaning that I've changed the way I react to things, the way, react. The mm-hmm. way that I even receive things, because certain mm-hmm. things that used to really piss me off doesn't mm-hmm. really bother me as much. Mm-hmm. But be very clear, I'm still the same person. And she's like right underneath the surface. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> not even like deep down inside. No. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't that deep. I'm like a paper cut away. I, I need 
my hand on the red shirt. And I'm like, what? what happened? Like, you got to be very careful. Like, but I feel like I give people respect. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm not a bully. I don't just go. Mm-hmm. Right. If something, if somebody mm-hmm. did something, if I'm doing something, somebody did something. Mm-hmm. But, but Remy, mm-hmm. serious to you, you have a four-year-old. I love her. That's about to start playing sports and go to school. And she's probably going to get into an incident like all kids do. It's up. I already told her. What does it's up mean? I already told her the the meaning of cousins. Because she's where she's at. We live not too far from you. Mm -hmm. She's a wonderful school. But she's very close with her cousins that still live in Queens. (laughs) <laughs> Just in case. She will tell you quick. I'm watch when my cousins come. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> the, the power of cousins. You got to know how it is. But she's she's so different. She's so sweet. Like she's me without all the trauma that I went mm-hmm. through. Because I feel mm-hmm. like I was actually a really nice person before the world just started with me, and right. I had to prepare mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. to deal with the world. But I feel like with me, with my siblings, a lot of my friends that grew up, we all had to grow up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Way sooner than right. we mm-hmm. should have. Like we didn't really get a chance to be a kid. Like I want mm-hmm. her to be a kid for as long. I want her to play with dolls. Mm-hmm. I want her to watch cartoons. I want her to you know have fun. Correct. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to feel like because when it happens, it's gonna happen eventually. Yeah. That's I don't right. want her to feel that pressure of the world prematurely. Right. Are you the same with Pilar? I'm the exact same way. And you, know, I mean, I used to be a little tough too back uh-huh. in the day. And but having a child, my daughter's also four. It just automatically changes something in you. I went to anger man- management for like uh, maybe like six sessions. Out of what I got up from it was the power is given to you as soon as I react. Mm-hmm. So I almost get like a turn on in order for you to say something to me and me not even react to it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. my rea- my reactions now, I'll walk away from it's something. No being disrespect- yeah. And I'll get in my car like, yeah, I did that. Even though back in the day I have to show you what I'm going to do, yeah. me not reacting or handling it a different way, it ch- it's more powerful for me now. So it's it it does. That's and good. That's good because I haven't gotten management there. classes made me mad. Really? Well, see, it did. I used to be in there tight. Like, this is stupid. <laughs> Only thing I learned is my physical cues. Now I'd be like, oh, I'm getting tight. My hands are sweating. Why, 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 why did it make you mad? Because they sitting there like, once I'm mad, it's, it's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You're supposed to see the cues so you yeah, know so it's so stop. You can know. Oh, it's all right, Lord. She's she's work in progress. She's I'm work not progress. working on it. <laughs> Jesus. I'm like, I'm like the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> like, don't make me angry. Now, I like it. Now, I got to ask. I heard you on JCD mm-hmm. talking about uh, when Cardi B changes her profile pic to you. Mm-hmm. When did you see that, and, and, and how does that make you feel? Because you just wake up and all of a sudden you trend it again. Make me feel like I really don't be on social media as much as people probably would think I do. Like if I'm posting something, I'm literally in the moment. I'm like, oh yeah, we're all posting, but or somebody's paying me to post. I don't really be. So I just. But why started. did she change it? I don't know. I don't know what's really tea because I feel chick, like there was some why. tea rooted in. No, that. she was beefing <laughs> with with Nikki at the time, and when they were beefing, she posted her profile pic. She right. posted her cousin. She basically she like don't make me cousin. Yeah, she posted her cousin. But she was. She did what your daughter did. She posted. <laughs> okay, so that's what I'm saying. She was Cardi was in support of Remy. Like, of you, course. Yeah. Okay, got it. Got it. Don't make me call Remy. Got it. I wasn't even doing nothing like at all. Period. I was like chilling somewhere, minding my own little one too. That's what I do. I mind my business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting, though, Rem, because like female rappers, like I don't even like to call it female rap, but a lot of women in rap are popping right now. It's a wonderful thing. What and, rapper is out right now that you respect? Um, I think. 
everybody in their own respect mm-hmm. has something that I like about them. Yeah. I like, I love, actually, I love Lola, Lola mm-hmm. Brooke. Mm-hmm. I, I like her. Like, she's just so energetic and just seems fun and she's mm-hmm. really like enjoying her moment. I like Glow. I like Glorilla. I like Lotto. I like mm-hmm. Spice. Mm-hmm. I like everybody for different reasons. Right. I, I'm st- at one point, it was a point where it seemed like, Everybody was doing the exact same thing. Oh, it still and feels start, like that a little it's bit. It's starting to, me. to be where you can kind of okay. This is her sound, mm-hmm. and this is what she sounds mm-hmm. like, and this is what, like it's people starting to carve out their little niches. And and I and I think we need that. I'm, I've never been a hater. I've never been somebody. Mm-hmm. I've always been like, yo, I don't know no rappers that started out with money. Mm-hmm. And we all come from the bottom. So when people be talking about, I got this. And we all got money. Mm-hmm. Some got a little bit more than us, but we all came from nothing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anything. That you're doing right now is a plus from where you came from and where you could have been. So I'm just happy to see all of them. I don't really have a favorite because I, when I see them, it's the same love as reciprocate. I'm like, oh my God, I, yeah. love you. I hope you're enjoying it. And mm-hmm. I, I'm always trying to, I'm the one that's always trying to make sure you do this. Are you staying on type of this? Save some of your money. Buy a house. Don't like you know what I'm saying. I try to do some of the things that I wish people would have told me earlier yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And um, that that I think that's what it's about. A lot of times people feel like it's always about who can hold a torch to you or who's competition, who's that nah it's not about that like I wish I had somebody that came and was like yo I see what you're doing I appreciate it yo let me tell you something let me put you with this lawyer real quick right. let me put right. you with this financial right. advisor mm-hmm. yo are you into stocks and this and this maybe you should look into this like just to give people a, a different but that's people that are secure right that, that want to share knowledge and information when you're insecure it goes back to how you feel like you got to validate your position and mm-hmm. hold court. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? To make sure people remember, this is what I did. This is how, But if you, you know. insecure, you probably shouldn't even be in this business because mm-hmm. you'll be ready to the new, meet the yes. common yes. Insecure, yes. Inse- right. Insecurity yes. has never stopped anybody. <laughs> you know, it, it, people's just going to get up in there and get in where they fit in. But I think with music in particular, I am hoping that it gets back to that era that I grew up in where everybody had their own yeah, lane. Because you got to rapper in your house i do slash actress i do yes jazz hey <laughs> shout out to jazz who loves you by the way you already I know that but um in the I, movie with us yes she is she mm-hmm. plays my okay. daughter angela her daughter plays her daughter oh that's yeah. cute so daughter i love that but the pin game mm-hmm. is what i'm used to with rap and i feel like all the women were sounding the same and twer- it's got to be a twerk situation you know and and i grew up on like latifa with unity and eve with rough rider mm-hmm. you know and light was doing her thing and you know we had all those low kim was sexy you know like we don't have enough diversity mm-hmm. right in women in rap now and i would like to see us get back to you still that. got that though and i think even with some of them Look the part, but still can spit like a JT. You know what I mean? Like JT can spit to me. Glorilla can yeah, spit. Glorilla, to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Sure. Rhapsody, of course. That's a, that's yeah, a whole that's another a topic. That's a different thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's <laughs> the league of her own. Can you spit <laughs> you your gum out? You chewing the whole interview? You wait till now. The interview almost over. Why you gonna make us spit the interview? Spit the gum out now. All right, we got more with Tammy Roman and Remy Ma. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. 
So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Our co-host Portia Williams is here with us, and we're kicking it with Tammy Roman and Remy Marsh. Rem, when you when you got you know this new industry, it seems like everybody's telling on each other, right? Snitching immediately. When you got locked up, I'm sure you could have told on some people and not did it. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who else what? is involved? <laughs> what do you think? That's not even an option. Okay. Like, what are you talking about? Okay, maybe not. <laughs> you gotta know what snitching is first. No, oh, I don't. Man. I don't discriminate. There's oh, you're a civilian, so it's not just like if you're telling something, you're telling, you're cooperating. That's just that. And I feel like a lot of times people are like, well, you know, they they're a civilian, and they're like, if you're a civilian, stay hanging with civilians and be around civilians. Don't be a civilian and hang out with people that are like that don't right. do it no but try to justify what you did because you know y'all know I wasn't really like that and then people that y'all this is what y'all do and y'all in that line now, of work Remy, business, no. keep these people that's really not built like that away from you because when the pressure's on they gonna fall and I blame I blame both parties you shouldn't have been hanging with them and you shouldn't have had them around you so you saying don't make yourself a witness don't make yourself don't even a, be over there don't make yourself a witness because mm-hmm. now what? luckily we live in times where 
witnesses could just walk around, party, post where they at, mm-hmm. and it happens to like mm-hmm. and I remember a time where your family wouldn't even talk your family like uh uh-uh, uh we don't deal with him because mm-hmm. they didn't want any problems. Mm-hmm. Whereas you have to protect yourself. And I and I tell anybody that like that's cause I can't tell people how to live you don't know what their situation some people mm-hmm. they're in certain situations because that's all they know that's all mm-hmm. they have like you got certain parts of the world where you either gonna be in this gang or you gonna be in the ground you gotta be smart enough to know that you can't just have anybody in your circle because there will come a time where they're gonna be given the option and it's every there's no loyalty there's no codes Every man is for themselves, and right. a lot of the stuff, unfortunately, that we were taught growing up, mm-hmm. don't snitch, don't do this, don't do that. We was taught wrong. Like they taught that's us, right. like they they really had us jammed up thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, but for most of my life, people, that's why people have this perception of who they think I am because you couldn't show feelings, you couldn't show emotions, mm-hmm. you gotta hide everything. Mm-hmm. People will only see this part of you, or they're gonna try you, or whatever. And that's not really how you get through life. Once you see what the world really is outside of the hood, outside mm-hmm. of poverty. You don't need to be like that. You can be vulnerable. Yeah. You can, yeah. you know, express how you are. You can right. move accordingly to True. the way the world works. But unfortunately, for a lot of people that are like us, that look like us, that's mm-hmm. not their reality. That's crazy. So imagine well, I'm somebody who's been. You telling? I'm telling. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like if I'm involved with you mm-hmm. and I know the dirt you're doing, even if right. I didn't partake in whatever the crime may be mm-hmm. but I know and I'm hanging with you and something go down no I'm not telling on you right. but if we rolling down the road and I don't know you got keys in the back and now they like these your keys I'm like no the f- they not my keys <laughs> yeah I don't know what you're doing that's not my s***. Sh- Saying it's not mine well, is not the be. same as saying it's, his. it's her. Uh-huh. That's what Gunner did. Gunner said like, it's not mine. Gunner was in the car. Like, okay. said the stuff in the car wasn't mine. Okay, but th- th- I feel like that's not the same. People have to understand, and then you you have to know your rights. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times people just be scared. Yep, and they be talking, mm-hmm. and the goal. Let me ju- let me just drop something. Go ahead, drop go, ahead. Ready, go. The go. goal because I tell people this all the time. Everybody that is in prison is not guilty. Mm-hmm. That's right. The same way that everybody that's walking around these streets is not innocent. You think every cop, every prosecutor, every DA, every judge got it right every time? Mm-hmm. Like every single person that's in jail? So that's the first thing that you need to understand that everybody is... And it's not always exactly as it happened. Because... Think about it. When you tell the story, you're going to try to put it to the way that it favors to you. People don't go in there and tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help them go out. They bend it. They mm-hmm. squeeze it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Also, their job is to convict. If you look at any DA, any yeah. prosecutor, anything, mm-hmm. the federal government, mm-hmm. their their bragging rights is such and such percentage conviction rate. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. So that means mm-hmm. you don't want a 20% conviction rate. That means you trash. They want the high 99%, 90% conviction rate. They're not trying to find out if you're innocent or not. They're mm-hmm. trying to get a conviction. That's correct. Mm-hmm. The way you speak it on this one particular case, it's clear who they want. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. It's very clear yeah. the person that they want. So you could go, you could go, you could go. You go home to your kids, you go home to your kids, you go home. This is who we want. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And that's justice. 
Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm right. not. I'm never jacking that. All I'm hearing is uh, why people uh, highly request Remy Ma to be a co-host on the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, we uh, we tried, <laughs> but Remy, want, Remy wants to know how much we pay. <laughs> Put the dollar. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm not joking. Remy was like, yeah, well, how, how much how much Dead I got? Serious. Like, hold up. Let me let me tell you something. There you go. <laughs> here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I did a lot ding, of ding, stuff ding. in my life. Like seriously. Mm-hmm. Almost everything. And I thought about it. I thought about it with this, like, damn, is this one of those situations? Almost everything that was life changing in my life, I did for free. Mm-hmm. When I did Annie Ebb remix, I was a teenager. I was straight out of high school. I begged my mm-hmm. AR to get me the instrumental. I put my verse on it. I was like, just let them hear it. Changed my life. When I did Lean Back, I didn't even have a record deal. We went to the studio. We was at Cala House in Miami. Stole Joe's verse off of it. Put myself on the song. Changed my life. Mm-hmm. When I did All The Way Up, I don't even think we signed paperwork to this day. I might have to call Joe. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It was just an idea. If it comes out good, we're going to rock with it. If it don't, nobody will never know we did it. Changed my life. All the little times that I was doing Wendy and stuff like that, they paid me, but... They ain't painting, painting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Changed my life. So I feel like I paid my dues. I did mm-hmm. a lot of things. Like the reason why people request, because I'm really good at what I do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So basically, the Breakfast Club can't need, change her life. Right, yeah, right, right. right. So if we, if we don't work there, <laughs> she needs to work. So they can't change your life or they need to pay so, you what you're worth. But what <laughs> I, first of all, I got to sit here and look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> So you never got paid for none of those classic verses? I got my publishing because I write okay, my, okay. Um, my own material and yeah, I got yeah. my royalties. But like as a feature fee, no. Wow. And well, That's a lesson in that. And though. then All The Way Up and Lean Back were both my songs. Like mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. always say mm-hmm. Fat Joe's record, but it's actually, if you ever look, it's Fat Joe and Remy Ma. Like mm-hmm. it's not a feature. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and, and I was okay with that. Yeah, I was okay with it, and I tried to explain to people all the time like everything is not about. So when they, when they was calling me about this, I was like, "Is this one of those situations where I should just do it?" Fine, we talk about something to promote. Yes, yes. So please, everybody, don't forget to uh, check out "Girl in the Closet," which is on, on Lifetime, March eleventh at eight. At eight, mm-hmm. please mm-hmm. check us out. Check us this out. Amazing woman and, and all her talents. Are you going to tell them about your production thing and how you have all these movies that you're doing? You I just, I do have all these movies. Yeah, yeah, Thank no, the, you, her own. <laughs> her own. Like she's yeah, making yep. them. I'm, I'm behind the scenes she hired too. Me, you know. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. We're doing another project together, and then Envy. I can't wait for people to see you. Uh, this season on um, on camera he yes. is my co-host <laughs> yes. Yes. yes back on TV. and, and, and yeah, we back. were so excited to have him and let me tell you some of the gems he drops because people are like why is he that you know like mm-hmm. or whatever this dude like on some for real like like relationship expert like he is the truth of how this can happen in your life what you should do well he's got and experience he has experience yeah. in it mm-hmm. but that's the best place to speak from mm-hmm. right like life experience and the wisdom of all that and so everybody nah, really but not loves him gift one that show <laughs> 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 I'm playing like it but I really like it. <laughs> no, no, no. it's good it's good so yeah uh, Girl in the Closet Girl in the Closet alright well thank you guys it's Tammy Roman it's Remy Ma yes. and it's The Breakfast Club good morning the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hosts Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon are declaring war on Hollywood. Each week they take you behind the scenes as they team up with their famous friends for an all-out prank war. The bigger the star, the harder they fall. Catch Celebrity Prank Wars Thursday at 10 on E. I was talking up the yeah, made it. Damn, the hee-haw again. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. I'm ain't trying to be Donkey today no more. They should be embarrassed by what they already did. I'm not making these people do these things. Call Donkey of the Day and 
It really caught me off guard. Damn, Charlemagne, who got the donkey of the day today? Wow, Jess Hilarious. Donkey of the day goes to a man with uh, seven kids and seven baby mamas. Now, I try not to pay attention to these people. You know what I'm saying? I, I see these people telling these outlandish stories on YouTube and TikTok because nowadays folks is saying and doing anything to get some attention. And being that we live in a world where nobody cares about the truth, if the lie is more entertaining, folks just be getting online telling these outlandish stories just to get some clicks and subscribers. Now, I don't know if this story is real, but the idea is, and that's what I like to discuss and critique the idea. Okay, mm -hmm. the idea that digital D heads like this young man put on the FBI's internet. Now, as I told you, this man got seven kids and seven baby mamas, but he don't take care of none of them. Okay, mm. not a one. Why? Because he said he told those young ladies from the beginning that he don't want them. Now, let's go to the FBI's main source for Exhibit A's YouTube to hear this young man speak. Now, for the past few days, I've been going live, telling my story, speaking my truth. And a lot of women having an issue calling me a deadbeat because I tell them I was being irresponsible, yet not wearing protection. But I always tell uh, these women that I got pregnant that I do not want to be a father to these children. <laughs> and I offer to pay for the abortion. Majority mm. of times, they'll either take the abortion or they'll take a plan B. But only these seven have kept these children. But the crazy thing about it is they want me to be responsible for some children I told them I did not want. So for some years now, some of them been trying to get in contact with me, access denied. Because I, I don't really know why you're trying to get in contact with me. I didn't told you I did not want them kids. We both was irresponsible about the decisions we made that night. Yeah, I could have pulled out, but I didn't. And I ain't care to pull out because... I'm good. not the one that's going to have to carry a baby for nine months. Jesus. It's the woman. In my opinion, women should be more careful on who they sleep with. True. Portia, you just said earlier that women need to watch who they sleep with. I mean, damn. <laughs> <laughs> How savage this man is. Listen. I mean, okay, let's just let's oh, be real. Man. He's not the first man to tell somebody to take a plan B. He's not the first man to say he don't want a child. Mm -hmm. So, at the end of the day, that's why we got child support. You still got to pay for this child. He need to be telling this story in jail, right around the lunch table. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, he does. Because just because you decide to say you don't want to pay for the child, don't mean that you should didn't have to. I, I I feel that proper poom poom management is essential for a healthier life. I feel this man is out here passing along uh, sexually transmitted demons, okay, to whoever wants them. And yes, this man is a demon, and they should change that purple smiling face emoji with horns to his face because this is true demon time. And I really wish this young man would have made this video after baby mama number one. Because if he would have made this video after baby mama number one, then he would have never gotten the seven baby mamas. And if he did, then every single one of them deserved the baby father they got. Because when a deadbeat tells you who they are, believe them. And it does amaze me that this young man is putting the responsibility not to get pregnant solely on the woman. Yeah, can I hear more of this guy? Another thing is, these just jump offs. These are the type of women that I ain't even had to do nothing for. Mm. The bad minimum, but they gave me access to their body. Damn. And they think I want to be a, a father <laughs> to a child for one of them? Like, I don't even have no type of love for these women. How do they expect me to love these children? I can offer to a pay for abortion, but at what point can I force a woman to go get an abortion? I cannot. A woman say, my body, my choice. But I say it's my life, my choice.
Before y'all try to stitch this and be like, black man this, black man that, what? I don't give a I could have really sworn he was going to say, she say her body, her baby. Because yeah. that's how he feel. He's done. <laughs> I wish you could have saw your face when he said, these girls give me their body for the bare minimum. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? Oh, man. This guy is disgusting. Like, mm. one thing I can say about Nick Cannon, this man has his baby. <laughs> Wait a minute, we on the subject what? of multiple babies and multiple mamas. <laughs> We got to bring him up. Don't act oh. like y'all didn't think the story was his name at first. You know. But anyway, <laughs> we at least he take care of his kids. That is true. He actually yeah. wants to populate. I don't know if this man went to school. Does he know what biology is? When you put the know. vagina and the penis together, they can make a baby? That's right. <laughs> That's how it works. You, you know what I wish? <clears throat> I wish that uh, along with these babies that he didn't want, he would have got an STD he didn't want. You know How what I'm saying? you know he don't? That is very true. But I, I feel like if he was getting multiple STDs, he wouldn't be moving like this. And that's the thing brothers and sisters don't understand when y'all out here, you know, raw dog and randoms, okay? Doing the DNA dance with any and everybody. You're absolutely increasing your chances of catching uh, gonocyphoherpiates, okay? Gonocyphoherpiates <laughs> is what irresponsible brothers should get. And I wish it was one way gonorrhea herpiates, okay? Because... You know, I don't want I don't want the woman to get it because it's one thing if he was telling these women his intentions before he slept with them, but he's not. He's telling them after the fact, after they have been manipulated to sleep with him. I don't respect it because you're not giving these women. He said a he choice. did, Shara. That's what he's saying. After the fact, though. Oh, he did. No, I thought he said after he told them pregnant. before. No, he said, "Listen, I'm gonna have sex with you, and if you get pregnant, I don't want it." Oh, I ain't hear he that. He didn't part. say that. No, I thought he said after they have oh. the baby. See, I would respect it if he did it before. Okay. I'm just saying, man. No, he actually said he'd tell you after you need to take a plan B. Oh, after he done... But either way, he done manipulate. When you feel that drip, <laughs> when you feel that drip, you know what's finna go down. Yo, ass need to go take a plan B. <laughs> we did this man with seven baby, seven baby mamas and seven kids, the biggest he are. <laughs> now, now, I didn't hear the whole donkey. You wanna play a game? I'm not playing a game. I don't feel like playing again. Don't want to play again? Mm -mm. Don't want to play again. Nope. You don't want to play again? Nope. <laughs> don't want to play again. Sound white to me. I'll just get curious. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's his race? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I just know it doesn't matter what his race is. He's disgusting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is terrible human behavior. He's black. Wow, Portia. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I saw it. I and saw he, him online. And he's, actually, <laughs> he's actually not black. He, he is black. He's nigga. Oh, he no. <laughs> <laughs> no, goodness. The Breakfast Club. Power 105.1. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our co-host, Portia Williams, here. Yeah, she'll be back. Oh, there she go. There hey, go, Portia. There go, Portia. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have Cheryl Underwood yes. and I, I cannot pronounce your last name. I can try. Baza Biamilla. There you Who's go, Cheryl. No better. Baza Biamilla. Man, Cheryl, you know. look good. You done slim down. Listen to me. I had to uh, focus on my health. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Dr. Zoe Morell. Shout out to Metamucil. Shout out to everybody. I'm going to try to talk to people about it. Mm -hmm. Weight management. They talk to you about weight management as if it's some compulsion or willpower issue. But some people need medical intervention. But mm -hmm. praise God. Uh, diabetes almost gone. Wow. wow. High blood good. pressure almost gone. Yeah, high Dr. Glycerol, too? 
Absolutely. Okay. But uh, lab work, nice. Wow. Not make you want to move, make you want to eat better. Then wow. I'm hanging out with Akbar to go to the gym on the lot every morning. <laughs> wow. Every okay. morning. Yeah. Trying to, I'm trying to hang, but I'm trying to get this body right here so I can get them carrots. Yeah. You know, not just carrots to eat, carrots to wear. The first, the first thing she I, said I when she walked in there was, who, 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 who trying to get that? Yeah. Who trying to get that dough? Okay, tell, you tell, because so you showed me. I was the one who brought it to her. Uh -huh. you know, I, I check you, you guys out all the time, and I saw Drewski on here mm -hmm. talking about, y'all asked him who's, who's got the best backside in the biz, and he was like, man, Sharon, y'all had to work. Like, Cheryl Underwood? He's like, yeah. And then, well, first, and then, didn't he say brown skin or something? And he was describing you. Right. He was describing you. But I was like, who he talking about? Who he talking about? He, he talking about some more? He talking about, you know, because these are all my yeah. colleagues yeah. and everything. Yeah. So by the time he got to my name in the clip, yeah. I was like, Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And then he went into more talking about, you know, what he would do. And listen, and I was just like, he trying, oh, to come, he trying to come get babysat by grandmama? <laughs> he said he would eat bookie or something. He said he'd eat the bookie and all that. Oh, so he, what he wanted? He want a pony? What he want? A tricycle? <laughs> what, he, what, what he trying to get? Um, would you How date old a, is he? Would you date a younger man I was going to ask? Uh, yeah, but I'm not putting in all that work. He going to have to bring somebody with him. I'm not doing that. I'm going to tag out. Okay, I'm here making these sandwiches for you young people. He's 28. He's 28. 28. He's 28. Oh, that's a little young. I got a job. I got to go to work at the talk every day. I can't be doing that. I be late for the show all the time. He done put the sleeper hold on. You know how young boys are? They, mm -mm. All they do is play PlayStation, eat cereal, and snack on people. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm late for work. What time is it? And Cheryl's always the first one there. I mean, between, I mean, we're always racing between who's the first one on the yeah, lot. Because you know yeah. why. Yo, I mean, why? Yeah, why? Because we got to oh, be there. Oh, right. <laughs> like, we're about this. Because y'all black. I get it. I get it. That's right. But wait a minute. Wouldn't it be wild if we did get together and you saw him driving my car and all up on the lot, then we going on tour together and uh, everything. He's a comedian, too. That's yeah. what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Make this money. I'll wait. I'll wait. Well, Portia said any man that eat bunky isn't eligible to get married. No, he's not. What? He's saying that a man can be eating bunky and approach you and say he want to be with you and you're supposed to kiss him in the mouth and marry him. And I said no. Okay. I would like to rebut that. Um, <laughs> I, I think if someone is a giver, mm -hmm. then you should be able to have a embrace, a kiss. If he, but what if he is a known bunky eater? Well, you not just like okay, oh, hold, okay. special. My, so I, that, I did my ex-wife. <laughs> I did my baby mama. Oh, He's I'm like, not going after like her. You can't come kiss me after you done did that. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying that's what she yeah. means. That's what she I'm mean, saying. If, if, okay, let's say it was going down. Yeah. If we was having a Porsche party mm -hmm. and old boy was, and then he come back to me. No, nah, that ain't how they go play, boy. Yeah. You can come to me. No, she, she don't even want her husband to eat her bunky. She no, does. no, no, I didn't say that. But, okay, if you ate bunky in the past and now you're in a new relationship, that's fine. A new monogamous? Yes. Is there some dental? care happening thank you thank you yes. can we get clean, clean your teeth don't, don't, yes. don't forget mouthwash hey, hey, yeah. 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 and you need to and I need you to get some new veneers cause I don't know yes. what to clean them yes. Yes. And, and I need you to have your gastrointestinal work done thank you all that, yeah you choking down perch and snapper and whiting and all kinds of stuff <laughs> you might have to do a COVID test too. you better know it <laughs> oh, let's talk about the talk CBS PR back in having a fit when y'all was talking about it, they was back there going, y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they was like, oh, shit. Get the shot. 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 Get the shot.
Now, Cheryl, you're the longest running co-host. Yeah, you know it. So do you feel like pressure to guide like the newbies? No. You okay. know what? Uh, Jerry O'Connell, Akbar, that had two dudes on the show. Mm -hmm. We got that dude discussion. You mm -hmm. know, we have uh, Dion came on. We yeah. had a lot of guests and everything. Mm -hmm. So it's a, a good energy. Then we got Natalie Morales. Mm -hmm. You know, you might have a Latina on your panel. You don't have one leading and moderating your panel. Mm -hmm. So we always making history Very over diverse. at the talk. Diversity has mm -hmm. always mm -hmm. been at the talk table. Mm -hmm. Then we got Amanda Clue. Let me tell you something. Don't say nothing. That girl bad. You mm -hmm. said girl legs, man. If I was that tall, I'd be using it. I would say you do lead. I mean, I think you're you're like you, you don't have to say much to you don't have to say much to lead. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like your presence, what you bring to the table. You see, I stop talking when you yeah, start yeah, talking. Yeah. So I'm not really leading. No, but no, you I put really that do Nigerian like, American yeah. voice on me. I was like, yes, <laughs> you're absolutely right. It's kind of like being in the locker room and you got that veteran presence in the locker room. Mm -hmm. They don't, you know, when I walked into the locker room. There was Jerry Rice. He didn't have to say I'm the leader. You just right. You yeah, know, you know, so you do. You know what I mean? You just, you just carry. You got Did you that, get that cameraman? Did yeah, you get that? Yeah. Uh, send it back there so we can play it uh, tomorrow. <laughs> I am the leader. Unofficially. I like to be the anchor. Being the old head, remembering all the great guests that mm -hmm. we had and still have. You know, the talk is a great place to come because we we're gonna talk about it and be about it. So I like being the old head. I like yeah. being old school. And I like uh, that God had put me in a position to be settled enough that whatever comes mm -hmm. out of people's mouth mm -hmm. is cool in the game. Got you. All right, we got more with Akbar and Cheryl Underwood. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest host, Portia Williams, here. And we're still kicking it with Akbar and Cheryl Underwood. Portia? You you are a comedian. Yes. And you've been doing this forever. Yes. So you come from the era where you can say what you want to say. People weren't yeah. as sensitive. Right. And mm-hmm. then, you know, we got to talk about Chris Rock. Chris Rock. How do you feel about his new special and what he had to say? And he is getting backlash, but how you feel? Well, I, I believe that first backlash is good because that means he did his thing. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't always yeah. have to agree with the comic. Right. Just get, go on that experience. We know Chris from Big and Blacker, Bringing Pain, mm-hmm. everything. Never you know, scared. so he's he mm-hmm. never scared. Yep. He did what we needed him to do and he took the time he went around the country he polished the set yeah. I'm glad he didn't like just start talking about it off the riff right. you know yeah. and some of the topics only he could do you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. he did what he was supposed to do I think he opened the door for Eddie to come back Ooh. he opened the door for Steve for everybody for all of us mm. cause you live streaming all over the world right. so I can be in any comedy club and give me the bag give me open the briefcase like Hawaii Five O. Mm-hmm. And let's live stream this. Yeah. And let's bring comedy clubs back. Right. I, I'm not even worried about the language because what mm-hmm. they did was they live streamed a nightclub set. That's mm-hmm. right. That's mm-hmm. that's so that's the experience. So you know you weren't getting the beeps. They didn't edit no. the anything Nothing. out, right? right. I have know, said I, stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I have said stuff. I've got caught in stuff. I know that if I get caught in something, I come to the street. I come to the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. I come to Steve Hart. Mm-hmm. I come to anybody's show and we clean it up for the right. culture. Mm-hmm. Right. But also, you know, you're gonna get a little heat for certain things mm-hmm. and and he did what he did and he yeah. did it in Baltimore what'd well, you guys mm. think of it I, th- I I gave him like a B minus B minus wow yeah because I, I felt like it was so long for it to come out it took a, a year for him to, to respond yeah, to polish it. Yes, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know I know that's what comedians do but yeah. I felt like because it was so long he had to over deliver and so whereas the material was good the material mm-hmm. wasn't bad mm-hmm. it was just like out of that whole set it was seven minutes on Will Smith and I think that's what everybody tuned in for but I think Everyone that was the tuned- problem I think having that expectation that I want to see Chris talk about Will made you uh, disregard all the other great stuff that mm-hmm. he said that he, that right. I, I, don't think it, I don't think it disregarded it I mean you can't it was the elephant in the room you had to acknowledge well, we that because it's the biggest it. but didn't somebody yeah. do it we did the hour set on it and it's a different experience. Yeah. I, I get mm-hmm. what you're saying, but to me, as a comic, 
I'm going to take all the time I need to polish the joke so That's when right. I get right. to the destination. But also, I'm, I'm this is a production. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. I was in the club, I can ad-lib, move jokes around, in, out, add words. But this is still a production that's being live-streamed. So I think what he did was amazing. The only Chris Rock could do it. Absolutely. And he was teasing it throughout the special. That's he kept right. going like, yeah. I, don't want it. I don't need another mad rapper. That's, that's right. right. That's right. right. He was that's stringing right. your right. He said, I want it more, though. I want it to really... Because I think, too, Will Smith had already come out, like, I mean, a couple of times already talking about it. So I wanted some of that response to it. But, I mean... Well, look, but don't you appreciate that yeah. he had to make it a mic drop moment? Yeah. You I know, thought he it, made it, it a mic drop a, moment. It, it had to be a mic drop moment. And let me tell you this. That slap was personal. Yeah. All right? He's a comedian. He Say did that. get up there. And he made it into Say a joke. Yeah. But if you are watching it, you felt one of them bitches land yeah. in a personal way. Yeah, no, so he I fought think back. He that was his way of fighting back. He didn't even want to fall his, he didn't want to fall out of character with the other jokes, so he left it for the end, so yeah. even in case he got a little emotional, it could be there, he could drop the damn I, mic and be done. I thought, he, I, thought he dropped the, I thought he dropped the mic because he messed up and so he ramped it up. If you go back and watch it again, he messed he up. Had he, to re- but he, he came back. He came back. back. He came back. Yeah. back but he had to that's ramp true. it up and then had yeah, to end it with more anger. Just to put an exclamation. That's, that's how I saw. That's a live performance and a yeah. live mm-hmm. performance. You streaming a live performance. We mess up on the talk all the time, right. reading yeah. the prompter right. and doing things. So we don't get to come back into it. So he had to do what he had to do. But here's here's my feeling of it. When he talked about when the situation happened with August Alcina, he tried to reach out to him as a man because that was the dude that he looked up to and he didn't call him back so something's going on all in that dynamic mm-hmm. but we all family mm-hmm. if something was happening to me I want y'all to reach out to me and mm-hmm. go show you good mm-hmm. we'll talk like y'all did mm-hmm. everybody did because mm-hmm. we family that's why I think Chris was so open to him when he walked toward him he didn't think he was about to get slapped right. you know but you, y'all men y'all grown men yeah. come on man you yeah. as big as you are you gonna yeah. let a dude yeah, well, man, without the baby powder he probably wouldn't come that close if that was your brother like you you didn't you didn't think he would have did it like if, if, if I'm doing something Charlemagne's walking up to me I'm just thinking that's Charlemagne he gonna say something right. stupid on the mic right right, I'm not right. Thinking he gonna oh yeah I got you, you know I got mean? you right and no, he is sense. at the Oscars he's yeah. on one of the yeah, biggest yeah, yeah, yeah. stages ever I don't give a damn what you think when he got on that stage he had no idea he was gonna connect to his face yeah, right. can I tell you what I wanna have happen and I think you can facilitate this or they can come on the talk on CBS and that's what they I want them to squash it I want them to shake hands I want them to shake hands and squash yeah, it and go too. my bad your bad and yeah. then squash it with Jada let's just squash it mm-hmm. and then get on to making these I mean, bags. even now if I'm Chris I wouldn't talk to you either for a year because I got a special coming up so I gotta, yeah, I gotta get this material that's right you and, ain't gonna step on this material that's, that's right. right that's right, that's right. <laughs> and, and you ain't gonna catch us chopping it up and then that's they right. go oh, they cool you, know, you know Chris do you think Chris would uh, resolve because the way it felt it didn't feel like he would ever want to resolve it with I Will. think in time they will. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're older now, you're more mature. Yeah. Him, and you can do it right on the yeah. top of CBS. Him bitch like 19, he's stupid. Even though he called him bitch 19,000 times, called his wife That was the only way he could fight back. That was his that was his slap back. That was his slap back. That was the only way he could respond. That's club language. You know, it killed me when people get sensitive about it. Who you got? Sure, where you going? Let me ask you a question. Who you got? One quick question. I got the real ended last year, right? The real ended last year. Yeah. Uh, the view is still going. I want to uh-huh. know what 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 separates 
the talk from shows that follow the same formula? Like, why is the talk still here? Um, we 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 don't have to. Uh, don't. I'm not speaking about anybody else's show because mm-hmm. I love the view. I I don't think I would be here if it wasn't for Sherry Shepard helping me get in Joy's Comedy mm-hmm. Corner yes. and doing two political sets. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you see Cheryl Underwood, who's a nightclub performer, Def Comedy Jam, BET Comic View, now on a panel and being the longest running person on a panel on CBS, right? Nobody would have expected that. Yeah. But that's because the door was open for me. Mm-hmm. Whoopi, Sherry, uh, Lonnie, everybody. So what separates the difference is um, we can talk about anything. We just don't have to be polarizing about it. Right. Mm. We can talk about male-female relationships. We can talk about sports, uh, uh, pol- politics, what's going on in the day, entertainment. We mm-hmm. just don't have to get go that far with it. And I'd like to see us do some different things. And if the Lord let us stay on, then we will be doing things like that. But when you're talking about panel shows, look at how news has changed. Oh. There are more panels oh. and more banter. So yeah. when you want good conversation the destination is the talk yeah. they gotta go guys it's, it's, it's so conversation over well, conversation I was holding my purse cause yeah. I thought I was about to get romanced and since he's not here I'll be leaving I'm gonna, tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna connect <laughs> you with Drewski Akbar said it's con- conversation over conversation I would go on a date yeah, yeah. film it please I'll go on a date I'm gonna make you know, it happen I wanna see it I would go on a date what he like to eat what he like to eat everything he's a big boy well you know but that's later possibly I don't know my insurance company I'm trying to get these million dollar checks. How can I be down? When am I coming back? Nobody ever calls me and go, hey girl, I need to talk to you in the break room. Let me get a billion dollars, Bill Gates. What's happening? It never happens for me. Charlamagne, can you find me somebody? Drewski, I got yeah. you. Yeah, but what if that don't work out? It might work I out. I need somebody with money. Nigerian. Do Nigerian mini boogie? Uh, <laughs> of course, I'm, man. We're Nigerians. Where your man from? No, Portia. I'm not Nigerian. Where you gotta get in my Where your man from? My man is from Nigeria. He is a Benin. He's man? from the Benin, the Kingdom of Benin. Oh, okay. The he, oh, okay, he's Nigerian, huh? Yes, my people from Ghana. Okay. Yeah. And I am Yoruba. You're, I'm Yoruba. Uh, uh, what do you oh, know? Uh, uh, oh, my brother. Oh, Y'all stole Joe Lafayette from the Ghanaian people. Don't you bring that nonsense here. You the breakfast club everybody is dj nv charlamagne the guy we are the breakfast club april 22nd um, for the first ever Black Effect Podcast Festival happening at Pullman Yards in Atlanta, hosted by me and my good sister, Jess Hilarious. Uh, we got some of your favorite podcasts hitting that stage, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, Reasonably Shady, uh, uh, Checking In with Michelle Williams, and a whole lot more. We got the Black Effect Marketplace, where a lot of local businesses in Atlanta will be set up, and we'll have merchandise from a lot of your favorite podcasts, man. So go to eventbrite.com right now and get your tickets, and go to blackeffect.com for more information, okay? on the first ever Black Effect Podcast Festival April 22nd in Atlanta What's up y'all it's DJ Envy we are on vacation but I want to remind you that my car show is going down May 28th in Memphis you don't want to miss it it's family fun celebrity cars exotic cars old school cars rides and all those things so 
Get your tickets. Uh, you can click the link in my bio for more information. And kids five and under are free. Yeah, I do, man. And uh, it goes back to the conversation we had earlier when we were talking about, you know, uh, finding peace at work. Or, you know, would you take a pay cut to have a job that, that makes you more happy? And, you know, the young lady that I was really inspired by the young lady that called and talked about the boundaries that she set up for herself at work. And um, I, I just think boundaries are so important. That's why I love Nadra Tawab Glover's book, Set Boundaries. Find peace, but I just want all of y'all to always remember, man. Um, if people are offended by your boundaries, be very aware of those people. Be very aware of the people that are offended by your boundaries. Because if you're offended by my boundaries, then you're probably one of the reasons I need them. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.